0: Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> well, you are listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. And neither of us shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're banking episodes today, so it yeah. would be very irresponsible Kay will probably take a shot on the last one that we yeah do, which is gonna be next so
1: i'll be shit-faced if i do yeah, a shot if for every did, episode if we did four
0: shots <laughs> in a day that would be crazy yeah
1: but we could have faked it
0: i guess but we like to be honest with you guys so yeah. <laughs> she does have a diet dr pepper
1: i do in case anyone was wondering <laughs> i have a diet dr pepper and i have my wine and it's a great time yeah
0: it's quite a combination I've and better. water up on top of the shelf behind yeah. her where she can't get it and can forget about it. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, it's my husband's favorite pastime is to crack open a can of soda, take three drinks of it and leave it somewhere. <laughs> so I dump entire cases of soda down the sink. Because, I mean, it just sits and it goes flat.
1: Yeah. That's, that just, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's funny. <laughs> But anyway, sorry that, so that, tr- that triggers me a little, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I get worried you're going to forget about it for real. Okay. So you <laughs> used to put your drink up there, remember? Uh, yeah. And then you wouldn't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Silly.
1: Silly. Well, I'm going to hydrate. Yes. So I will get the water now, now that one of my Now that your is empty. drinks is empty, okay. <laughs> I had a headache this morning, so I wanted to drink one of these and get some caffeine
0: in. <laughs> you did have cold brew. You probably crashed pretty hard. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, hi, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Um. Oh, man, this is the third episode we've recorded today.
1: Yep. It's
0: beautiful outside as well. I really wish we could record outside. We took my—that's
1: uh, my, too much noise. Oh, of course. To try to cancel yes, out, there's
0: absolutely no way.
1: <laughs> I know that.
0: That's why I said I wish. <laughs> but we took my dog outside to play and took a little break for a while. It was really nice to get some sun and then come yeah. back inside and get back to it. And the and we spring forward today, so hopefully we'll have a little bit longer of a day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can eat dinner outside or something. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to enjoy
1: th- how warm
0: it is right now. Yeah. It's just, it's really nice. So, it's been so gross. Feel, it, it seems like every weekend it's been, like, rainy. Yeah. And then the week is, like, really nice or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends that it's really nice, I have stuff to do. So, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just been rough. But. Naturally. We finally landed on a good one. So. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, Today. Do you have anything to add? I don't know. You, <laughs> you looked confused. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> well, today you're throwing you're throwing, a, you're throwing
1: in, a lot of emotions I'm at in, people today.
0: Secure today, apparently. <laughs> 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 I think I got a fresh batch of weird hormones. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Are you okay? I don't like, know. do we need to take a longer break? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really stressed about this, too. Our yeah. hard dri- our portable hard drive is crashing.
1: Yeah, and uh, one of the episodes that we recorded today to bank is on it.
0: Uh-huh. And the theme song.
1: <laughs> well, the theme song is also on the drive. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Oh, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. And our social media plugs are on there. And all of the crooked news is we recorded last night. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm a little stressed, but it's okay. You're going to have t- to
1: take that to Best Buy yeah, and be we're like, gonna,
0: please. We're going we're gonna to get it figured out. It's going to be okay, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck. So, <laughs> it just requires more patience than both of us have right now because we want to get all these recorded and done Yeah, before dinner. <laughs> so...
1: And- We'd like to record a few Patreons after dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, apologies for only getting one episode out last month. It's been crazy. It's been so crazy. For both of us. Yes. Um, I will reward you guys by doing three in one month. I'm not going to promise that this month, but probably next month. Probably, yeah. April.
0: Yeah. April will chill out. Well, it'll chill out for me, I hope. I don't know. May
1: will be my chill out month. Yeah. (laughs) April is my writing month (laughs) for everything. Fair enough. I'm going to have to write like another short story. I have to write all these papers. Ain't school fun. Yeah.
0: Great. (laughs) Summer's going to be great. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, today we are talking about...
1: Public public shaming. Shaming. I called it humiliation. I tried to say, I don't know why I said that instead, but. That was what you titled it. I I know, I'm tired. You just (laughs) changed the word. I'm sorry. Whatever, I thought we were a team. We are. We (laughs) are, it's just the articles that I pulled are discussing the same thing, but giving it different names.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah.
1: Do you want to try that again?
0: No, we're good. Okay. It's fine. It's already done.
1: (laughs) What is the matter with you today?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm in a place. I don't know. You are. Uh, (laughs) 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 Woo, woo. The last episode was a lot. Um, (laughs) Thanks for coming on that journey with us, you guys. That was a rough topic for both of us. Yes. (laughs) So, and now we get to do fun stuff i guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know (laughs) we get to rage a bit today Uh, well
0: yeah a little bit um but not too much because the important thing to remember about this concept Ooh, god i can't stop
1: burping (sighs) i'm so frustrated (laughs) do you want one of your toms no so you just want to sit and suffer
0: Shut up. Why do you sound like me? (laughs) I think there's actually some times up there from when you had heartburn last time we got really drunk. Um, Thank you. Oh, Lord. Okay. So the thing to remember about public public shaming that I kind of find fun about this is that it's not new. (laughs) Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination. It's been a part of our culture, politics, punishment system justice system whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. since ever (laughs)
1: um it is but it's one thing to publicly shame a actual criminal and like an adult or you know like your dogs because those are quite funny the like the dog dog, shaming is
0: hilarious yeah that's
1: hilarious
0: and it's important to note That that dog cannot then go back and watch that video or look at that social media post and feel sad and ashamed
1: later in life. It's not so cool to do to your kids. (laughs) It's not okay to do to your kids. And I have very strong opinions on that. (laughs) And I'm going to talk about it Mm -hmm. when we get to my segment.
0: Um, Also, what did you say about the public humiliation of criminals? Because some of that shit was not justified.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's all justified. Okay. I, I'm just saying it's one thing to do it to a criminal. It, it's a completely different thing to do it to your child. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, like, I'm not at all for it. The stocks it. were
0: no fucking joke. But yeah.
1: True. Like, I'm I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a completely different thing when it's an adult that kind of deserves it. Like, if you've murdered someone, you deserve it. True. But if it's a kid that talked back to you once... Not okay. No. Or wet the bed. Yeah. That's not,
0: really don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that can lead to serious, serious things. Yeah. There's a lot of um, stories of serial killers actually who wet the bed and then their parents like hung the sheets outside or, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff or called them. Or <laughs> what was it? Oh, shit. Toby Flenderson to the principal's office. <laughs> it appears you wet the bed again. <laughs> you have to go home and wash your sheets
1: <laughs> oh my god i hated that part i love i love that that was just what jim was like okay jim i'm
0: done <laughs> and so the phone guy came in today showed he, michael that our phones have a pa function and then, and then, then he, he just, just left, left. <laughs> he just goes in and snaps and the cord oh, i love it oh my gosh
1: <laughs> then oh, he just Lord.
0: left. Okay, so um, the article that I found on this kind of covers mostly. Mostly, I stuck to history, okay. and then um, uh, it's gonna come. We'll we'll wrap up with a little bit of more modern stuff, but not too much because okay. I figured that's what you were doing. So. Yeah, um, so mostly history is where I stuck. So this is um an article by Dr. Peter Stearns. Okay, uh, he is a Provost Emeritus, Professor of History, wherever the whatever the fuck that means. He's a history professor. Um, a Provost very,
1: is usually pretty high. Yeah,
0: very fancy Professor yeah. of History, um, and he is from George Mason University.
1: He did he, a lot of work to get where he is. <laughs> yes,
0: he has lots of letters with his name.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and uh, so so he's very important and very smart, and um, he's actually a very adorable old man, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, And this was published in 2017. Okay. Um, And this was published by Bruminate. Bruminate. Bruminate Bruminate.com. Their their slogan is a bold blend of news and ideas. I like it. (laughs) Um, All right. So. Oh, goodness. I like the way he worded things, and it wasn't super dry. It was very, he's very concise. It is Mm -hmm. a little bit long, but we're just going to dance and see where it takes us yeah so um dance forever and ever and ever yes we'll just have a dance party Mm -hmm. so the word shameless is being tossed around an awful lot these days which might speak to what many see as the country's increasingly coarse i don't know this word vitriolic 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 political discourse Uh, perhaps the thinking goes American culture could use a dose of shame and humility. Mm -hmm. But what about the, what about people harassed on social media? Like Walter Palmer, the dentist who hunted and killed Cecil, the lion. Sure. He might've exercised poor judgment, but it was poor enough that he deserved. But was it poor enough that he deserved to have his wife and daughter, not only shamed, but threatened? No, no. (laughs) As I point out in my recent book, Shame, A Brief History, ooh, that sounds dark. Yeah. (laughs) The use of shame in American society has a clear historical arc. But the role played by this emotion, which people feel when they've violated group standards, has also been complicated by several recent changes in the country's legal, political, and media ecosystems. These shifts raise questions about how this powerful but unpleasant emotion should be handled in contemporary America. So, let's dive into the history. So, a new quote-unquote enlightened direction. Western societies, including American the American colonies, once relied heavily on shame. Oh, yeah. There
1: was a... scarlet letter. D- oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: there was a deep belief in the importance of conformity and community stability. And that's understandable because they needed to fucking survive. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about this in one of our past episodes. Mm-hmm. One of our crooked newses. I feel like it was just like, "Oh, let's sail in this direction, and wherever we land is where we'll be."
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> we look have anywhere to make else. it work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a. There was also no. Uh, there was also a dearth of other resources we rely on today, such as policing to enforce the order. So there wasn't a police force. That's a very modern invention. Yeah. Um. A lot of times the church did a lot of the policing, which wasn't great. No. Um, <laughs> the stocks were a common form of public shaming in colonial America. If anyone, you know, can think back to that, and it was very, very dangerous actually. And there was a lot. It was a lot darker than most people realize. You were stuck in the. Obviously, it was uncomfortable, but mm. people would take advantage of your vulnerable position, and you can let your imagination go where it wants to there. And the problem, though, is that yeah, if you're a legit murderer, I mean, I guess. Sure. Also, no. No. I just don't think anyone deserves to be assaulted. No. Um Yeah, I go in the stocks for wh- stocks for a while during the day, but overnight is not cool. No. Uh, especially without guard. And a lot of times the stocks were kind of used without discretion. So mm-hmm. like a kid stole a loaf of bread or something and like there this is um this was on Outlander, a kid stole food. Because he was starving, because mm-hmm. it's you know serfdom for yeah. fuck's sake, um, and he his punishment was one ear nailed. So they nailed his ear to the stocks, and he had to st- he had to sit there for like two hours or something like that, and then he was allowed to leave, but he had to tear himself free. <gasps> no, fucked up. Nope, fucked up. And then people would stand around you and throw shit at you. <laughs> on top of that, I've been in stocks. It's not fun. Not not fun. Um, Colonial America. But again, it had to be harsh because the conditions were harsh and there was no one to police it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There there weren't detectives. There wasn't there were no cops. There was like one like chief justice sheriff dude. Yeah. And that was it. You know, (laughs) and everyone was just trying to fucking survive. You can't be taking everybody's shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not how it works. Yeah. So things had to be harsh. It's not how it is today. Um, Sometimes a healthy dose of shame can be.
1: (laughs) Well, a healthy dose is different. A healthy dose is different. A
0: healthy dose of embarrassment, I'll say, not
1: shame. Like, it's one thing to yell at your kid in public. It's a completely different thing to force them to stand on a street corner with a sign saying what they've done wrong.
0: Oh, my God. Or, you know, if they steal something to make them return and apologize. Mm -hmm.
1: That's happened for Constructive.
0: Constructive Mm -hmm. constructive embarrassment. Yeah. Not publicly humiliating a kid to just random passersby. Yeah. That's unnecessarily harsh. But Mm -hmm. anyway. Okay. So colonial Americans felt little compunction in in imposing shame-based punishments like public stalks. Stalks. Sorry. I keep saying stalks like it's corn stalks. (laughs) (laughs) Whose replicas now amuse camera-toting tourists in New England. There was even a word no longer in use. Shamefast. That described people who were mindful about avoiding shameful situations. Kind of like steadfast? Yeah. It's kind of cool. I like old words.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) am (laughs) shamefast. Are you shamefast? Yeah. (laughs) I avoid shame. (laughs) Hashtag shamefast. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All this began Title the episode. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All this... All this began to change in the late 18th century when the when the currents of the Enlightenment started to spread throughout Western culture and public leaders began to reevaluate the importance of human dignity. Shaming founding father Benjamin Rush wrote in 1787 is, quote, is universally. I can't read is universally acknowledged to be a worse punishment than death unquote
1: yeah because you have to live with that yeah
0: i mean sh- that's it's still a thing in like amish communities it's really bad people like shun you and shit mm-hmm.
1: it's crazy i've decided to shun andy for three years unshun <laughs> never reshun,
0: reshun. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> jim tell him that
0: <laughs> bear attacks can come at any time hey aunt it's uh, too far no it's too far damn you <laughs> <laughs> hyperbole aside the actions of the Amer- of Americans started to reflect this new wisdom public stocks stocks oh my god public stocks began to be abolished by law beginning with Massachusetts in 1804 i think they decided that it fell into cruel and unusual punishment which is a part of our good constitution cuz <clears throat> people used to be like fucking boiled alive and shit like that like medieval punishments are no fucking joke no Mm-mm. If you've ever been in the dungeon at one of the castles, you'll really appreciate that, li- that line of the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, Repreciate. Parents- what? Repreciate. Repreciate, yes. <laughs> uh, parents were advised to avoid shaming their kids lest it damage their confidence. Actually, the popular word, the popular use of the word self-esteem, traces back to as early as 1856. Wow! Yeah. So everyone who thinks that this is a new construct is fucking wrong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's wow. Yeah. That's early. Mm-hmm. Especially since kids didn't get like actual rights until.
0: Well, and especially like with i about to with what I'm about to say here. Um, I mean, with the way the schools were structured. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it was draw a circle on the chalkboard and stick your nose in it in front of everybody, and wear the dunce cap in the corner, and
1: my mom had her mouth da- duct taped shut almost every day. Wow, she went to um, a Christian school here in town, and um, every day she would go home with her mouth duct taped shut because, like, she wouldn't she wouldn't stop talking, but that doesn't mean that you duct tape a child's mouth shut. N- no.
0: It doesn't. It also makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> your mom, <laughs> your mom wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so many puzzle pieces are coming in <laughs> to Karen's character. Oh, my gosh. And your grandma did nothing about that? No.
1: That would require her to be a parent. Oh, my God. She, expected, she sucks. She expected my aunt to be my mom's parent until... My mom was, like, five, and my aunt ran away. And wow. then, like, my mom just pretty much had to raise herself because my grandmother would go home and sit on the couch. And, like, the few times that my mom was, like, like my mom would stay with her grandmother a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, as she got older, she didn't have to, and she was just alone a lot. That sucks. Yeah. I no wonder grandma- she was
0: talking all the time. Yeah. No one bothered to learn why? Yeah. Good God. That's what's expected of te- of teachers now. Yeah. You're supposed to learn why. <laughs> um, so most dunce caps were outlawed in schools by the 1920s, which is... Good. Too long. Yeah. But it's too long, but good, at <laughs> but least. But, yeah. Of course, shame didn't disappear. Various people in positions of authority continued to deploy it, from boot camp drill sergeants to coaches of sports teams. That I've experienced. Yeah. No, the sports teams, of course, not the uh, not the drill sergeant. I am not of the troops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be the
1: worst troops. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the worst troops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nonetheless, disapproval of shame-inducing tactics in- persisted. Schools gradually cleared out most the most blatant practices, meaning dunce caps. Uh, well, well, I just read that the dunce caps were abandoned by the 1920s. All sorts of groups. Urged that people no longer be shamed for their sexual proclivities or their disabilities.
1: Good. A greater
0: tolerance emerged that left people freer to accept treatment for psychological problems or to disclose their sexual identity. I think we're into modern times now a little bit here. That's amazing. Um, In recent decades, psychology research has found that feelings of shame can demoralize people or generate
1: aggression because they make individuals feel bad about themselves. And then they that makes them some people, not all people, some people mad at the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And that's kind of understandable. Like, I get that jump. That's not that it's good, but I get the jump.
0: Yeah. I mean, that goes all the way from just regular teen angst to Mm -hmm. like people who are fucking murderers. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not it's not a joke. Yeah. I'm trying to find a joke (laughs) because this
1: is supposed to be funny. I mean, I think this is fun for me. <laughs> okay, I'm having, I'm a, having great a great time,
0: but like, <laughs> the, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a lot of feelings today. <laughs> the, this differentiates shame from guilt, which, because it focuses on a person's acts rather than his or her character, can lead to apology and, re- and re- redress. Red, redre- redress. That? Okay, sure. <laughs> today, public scholars like social worker researcher, social work researcher, Brene Brown, continued to talk about these findings, urging those suffering from shame to throw the emotion aside and call their, and call their abusers to account, shaming the shamers, as it were. Good. Um, Brene Brown is on an episode of Armchair Expert. Really? Yes. I skipped it because I didn't know who she was, but I recognize that name now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about shame's revival. <clears throat>
1: After right. I get a sip of water. All right. I can't believe it's five o'clock and it's still so bright. I know. It's
0: beautiful. I'm so happy. (laughs) Shame's revival. Uh, The critical view of shaming in Western culture is now entrenched. Whether the behavior persists, it's often condemned and a variety of institutional changes from grade inflation to prison reform efforts limit its impact. And this continues to change our society in important ways, loosening a number of traditional cons constraints that, if violated, used used to lead to public shaming. Unmarried middle-class women can now proudly bear children while public listing of school grades is outlawed. Yeah. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Recently, however, attitudes towards shaming has shifted, even as the chorus of disapproval continues. According to, Google Ingram, to a Google Ingram search, I don't know what that means... Um, but sure. References to change re- references to shame in written texts and decline in the United States since the mid 19th century have in recent decades increased far more than in other en- English speaking countries. Mm-hmm. I think this is because of so- social media. Yeah. Um, the result, at least implicitly, is a new debate and another divide in American culture, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we need.
1: Yeah. you've got people that think it's fine and you've got people that hate it and people it's just we're divided
0: on everything it's just ridiculous we can't find any unity um by my reading three sources account for the change first a number of conservative judges in the 1960s ruled that shaming was an appropriate punishment for certain crimes like drunken driving or petty theft The stocks haven't been reintroduced and many higher courts have disputed the new enthusiasm, but many criminals have been required to put shaming signs in their cars or to stand in a mall with a sign proclaiming their wrongdoing, which is fucked up. Yeah. And unnecessary. I hate it. Serve your time. Give them help. Yeah. That's just sadistic, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, we're going to get into it. Yay! We are going to get into it.
0: Second, the notorious culture wars in the United States have produced partisan camps eager to shame their opponents. Even liberals, probably hostile to shaming in principle, join the parade as in the ubiqu... As in the (laughs) (laughs) ubiqu... Even liberals, probably hostile to shaming in principle, join the parade as in the ubiquitous and far more abortive efforts to shame or... Cur- or, or the efforts to shame our current president and his supporters third so and you know what's really sad is that liberals shame each other mm-hmm. constantly if you're a liberal you like can't post anything without everyone in the republican party and everyone in your party jumping on you yeah yeah it's really upsetting yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Third, social media have unleashed a torrent of hatred, with fat shaming and accusations of sexual impropriety, hypocrisy, and racism flooding social networks. The efforts can, h- the efforts can hound victims out of their jobs, force them to relocate, and even drive some to complete suicide. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. F- the, the freedom to say whatever you want with anonymity is not okay. No. These shifts have created a dilemma. Are we shaming enough or too much? Some observers, whether they're concerned about loose sexual behavior or the greed of global capitalists, one of whom proclaimed that shame is for sissies, can can make a good case for a more robust restoration of community shaming. It might not mean returning to stocks and dunce caps, but society could do a better job defining what deserves to be shamed while also setting limits. Yeah. As American uh, community... God, I can't read anymore.
1: (sighs) It's okay.
0: I'm tired. (laughs) My knee
1: hurts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. As American community life has atrophied, this ability seems to have weakened. We certainly seem to have lost the knack available more in shame based societies of helping people recover from shame and become reintegrated into the community, which Mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. Um, If you're not exposed to something, you tend to not know how to deal with it when it happens. So Mm -hmm. that's a solid point. Uh, But what about protecting people against being forced to adhere to an unpleasant level of conformity? What about the cruelty and harshness of social media shaming in which a misguided comment or mistake can end a career? Yeah. Admittedly, the unruly contemporary... That's a good point. Like, we've talked about that. Dax has talked about that on Armchair Expert before, too, of, like, you know, like, back in the 80s and 90s, like, you could say stuff to one person and it would be fine. No one would ever find out about it. But now there's, like, a constant record of everything that comes out of everyone's mouths. Mm -hmm. And is that really good? Like, it's good to be held accountable, but also, like... You can be drunk with your friends and say something that's untoward and then they forgive you and that's the end of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And like you make a mistake. People make mistakes. You misspeak and make a mistake and you realize why it was wrong and then you move on. Yeah. You learn. Uh, people should be allowed to make mistakes. Yes. And in the privacy of their groups. Within reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, within reason. I'm thinking about Louis C.K. right now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Not by assaulting people. That's not what we're saying. But like a slip of the tongue here and there isn't Mm -hmm. the end of the world. And... You know, a lot of times we talk about a lot of delicate issues on here, and mm-hmm. we're just saying it from our own perspective. We're mm-hmm. open to learning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's been plenty of other podcasters that I've heard that they've misspoken and used a word incorrectly, and mm-hmm. it's just, you just correct it, you learn, and you move on, and then you try not to make the mistake again. Yeah, and you don't be hateful no. when you
1: correct someone. No. There's, there's no reason to be hateful. No. Intent is yeah. important to yeah. consider. Yeah. <laughs> If if the person's being an asshole, by all means be oh, an that's asshole different. back. Yeah,
0: if their intention is to be a jerk, then yeah, yeah be mad. Most of the time it's not though. Yeah. Most of the time it's just an innocent mistake. Yeah. Or just they don't understand. Yeah. Ignorance is allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's our job to be kind and remedy it. Yeah. That's it. No one's gonna listen to you if you're being a jerk though. Yeah. Or if you have spelling errors. Um, What what about the cruelty and harshness of social media shaming in which a misguided comment or mistake can end a career? I already said that. Um, Admittedly, the unruly contemporary history of American shame more readily suggests problems than solutions. The country has lost both the comfortable reliance on shame of its colonial ancestors and the confident resistance to it of humanitarian reformers.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's it.
0: Figured. Figured.
1: There was a lot in there. Yeah. That's a lot to think about. Yes. Um, But it's all very good stuff. And it's also important.
0: I don't know. We're going to get into this in in next week's episode a little bit. But it's important to remember that the world has kind of always been shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're all just trying to figure it out. There's no good old days. There's no nothing to look back on and say, oh, we did it so much better when like, Mm -hmm. no, every it's the world has always been shit. Yeah. And so it's important when we get really entrenched in how bad things are right now to remember that they used to just lock people in holes and forget about them. Like, (laughs) (laughs) let's, you know, keep some perspective here. We've come a long way. And like we are
1: trying to do better. Yes.
0: We're not perfect because we're humans. Yeah. And all we can do is work together to learn and try to be better and yeah. more accepting
1: and and, and I compassionate. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to discuss this so badly, like mm-hmm. I, I've been so ready to discuss this forever Um it's because I've seen so many children publicly humiliated. Yeah, that's not cool. And it is a it is a problem. There's like, also
0: teachers too, because people yeah. kids have their phones in class and they'll, mm-hmm. without the teacher's consent, video and then post something rude. Yeah. Or zoom in on their butt, or you know, there's just mm-hmm. there's a lot of harassment that happens on social media now nowadays, yeah. and it's public. It's mm-hmm. not just oh. Look at this funny picture on my phone that or let me just pass this weird note with a doodle on it. Yeah. And then it's like five kids that you'll never see again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 out there for everyone to
1: see. Yeah. And like I think one of the things that bothered like one of the things that bothers me the most is that um, like one of the one of the stories that I saw was of this young girl whose mom took her to get her hair highlighted for her 13th birthday. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are divorced, so the mom took her daughter to a nice salon, paid good money to, to have her daughter's get it hair done nicely. Yeah. yeah, because her daughter, no, her daughter was actually her daughter was sixteen. Oh, okay. I think I think That's she was sixteen. A very reasonable time to dye your hair. Yeah,
0: I was in middle school when I started dyeing my hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so she. She was 13 or 16. I think I'm getting it mixed up. But um, either either way. Either way, it's reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) And it's her birthday. And her mom has just spent good money to take her to get it done. So her mom sends her back to her dad. And her dad flips the fuck out. And instead of talking to the mom and saying, hey, what happened? He just cuts his daughter's hair off. Shaves her completely bald. What? Yeah. Punished her for a birthday gift from her mother well,
0: that guy sounds like a psycho
1: yeah wow and like posted it online and she was in fucking tears because it, it's just hair is something that is so well that's
0: so unnecessary yeah what That's On... so
1: aggressive and unnecessary and like there was this other one that's like
0: grounds for losing custody i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> That's trauma that will be with her forever. Yeah. Hope you're happy. You feel like a man now? Mm-hmm. That feels like it's on par with like what fucking what's his name was doing with his daughter and the gynecologist and yeah. her his weird obsession with her virginity. Yeah. And shit.
1: And there was there was this mother who was taking a video of her daughter outside. Outside. Her daughter um had a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. was like posting videos on YouTube. Her mom found out about it. Got really pissed off. Uh, like, found out that this girl had a boyfriend. And she was, like... She was 12. She was doing what a lot of 12-year-olds do.
0: When you're 12 and you have a boyfriend, it's what? You hold hands and yeah. walk
1: to class together? Like... Yeah, and she, <laughs> So she's screaming at this kid outside while there are other kids outside. And, like, reading her... Like, reading her emails out loud to her boyfriend and saying... Oh, well, you're saying all this shit and you can't even wipe your butt right. To- and took a video of this and posted it online. Oh, my God. Of her child. I, don't, I just don't understand how people no. can do these things to their children. No, me neither. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: That's a deeper issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's clearly some very misplaced anger.
1: Yeah. and like, Do you um, think
0: maybe she was more angry that there was a secret? I, or something, or...
1: I don't know. But
0: honestly, if that's your reaction, you can't expect your child to not keep secrets from you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want your child to be t- to be truthful, you have to be an approachable human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's telling you shit if that's how you act.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm not going to link to those stories just because I don't want to take part in the public humiliation. Because no. that's wrong. It's fucked up. But, like, I just want to explain why... I'm so passionate about Mm -hmm. this topic because that's a problem. Yeah. And I have some. Shame can
0: be very useful in keeping you from, you know, rubbing your dick in people's faces and like, you know, (laughs) just streaking around and, you know, Mm -hmm. keeping your mouth shut at and keeping your weird jokes to yourself during a business meeting at work and just yeah. like there's lots of useful things that this emotion does mm-hmm. but not when it's used to traumatize people that don't deserve it yeah so you want to take a break yeah okay. we're gonna take a break we back yeah is your mic on
1: <laughs> yes Kay. my mic is on
0: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yes
1: all right okay so i found a couple of really great articles okay um and I just wanted to take from part of one of them cuz I thought it was really good. Uh, I thought it was a really good um expression of how like differences in okay. public shaming. Nice. So cuz like there's some some that I get. And like I just don't get it when it's directed at actual children. People who are vulnerable. Yeah, yeah that's not great. So uh this first part is from the Atlantic. Um and it's called When Public Shaming of Children Fails. Oh shit. Uh, this is by Eric John. Uh, it was published in 2013. So all this was like a back while in ago. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kids these days. Seven years ago. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kids these days are out of control. Strutting around in their short shorts. Twerking anywhere and everywhere. Talking back. Lying. Cheating. Stealing. What's a parent to do?
0: Twerking everywhere. It. It comes up. Okay. (laughs) Where are they going? Where are they seeing this? Okay.
1: Okay. As seen this week, publicly shaming your child is still a tried and true way to make a fool of at least one member of your family. Yourself? I hope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because those two
0: stories you just told sound like a great way to make a fool of yourself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. Especially when said attempt proliferates across social media, thus multiplying the shame. Thus, when Scott McIntosh's daughter, Miley, refused to change out of her short shorts at a family dinner outing, he decided to sport his own pair of short shorts. That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is hilarious. Yeah. Okay, good. Because you said
0: it angrily, and I was like, <laughs> that's amazing. No, like... <laughs> no- what do you think of it?
1: <laughs>
0: you don't see the bottom of my butt cheeks?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think... I think it. This is fine. That's because hilarious. He's humiliating yes. himself.
0: Y- yeah, he's the butt of the joke, and he's making a point to yeah. his daughter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, he's not humiliating his daughter. No. Um. So his it's not wife like he
0: ripped his sh- ripped her shorts off and said, "Fine, let everyone see what you got." Then
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. His wife then posted the pictures to her blog, now titled dadshortshorts.com dot com, and the whole <laughs> <laughs> and his shirt says "Best Dad Ever." hilarious he actually has good legs
0: (laughs) (laughs) he can actually pull it off oh that's funny um i was hoping he was like a big fat guy he is oh he is yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing a little bit like not not huge he's got a dad bod he's got a dad bod um i love a dad bod yeah, <laughs> And the whole thing went viral. Macintosh said he just wanted to prove that his unfortunately named daughter's shorts weren't as cute as she thinks, while also making sure his daughter will always know that her dad loves her and yes. cares about her enough to make a fool out of himself. That's so funny. Yeah, and important. Yes.
0: You'll but- always remember the image of your dad in booty shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to put those on again and be like, oh, wait.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing. He probably made more of a fool out of himself than of his daughter. Yeah. You can judge for yourself whether Mr. McIntosh has the gams for a pair of Daisy Dukes. But even if Miley's shorts aren't as cute as she thinks, her thighs probably don't look like they've never seen the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> They're glowing. <laughs> um, so, okay. This next one is what I have a problem with. Okay. And I have a problem with it on a lot of levels. Earlier this week, a California mom made her daughter stand on a corner with a sign that said, I was disrespecting my parents by twerking at my school dance. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, there's an argument argument to be made that 11-year-old 7th graders probably shouldn't be twerking in public. But there's a stronger argument against making your daughter stand on a street corner because you found her twerking sexually explicit. Yeah. And... um, You're
0: doing a lot more than shaming her twerking.
1: Yeah. You're shaming her sexuality. Yep. Which is... Okay. I don't care who you are. You're a parent to them, yes. But you don't own their sexual identity. No! It is your job to make sure that they are safe. Yeah. And if there's a sexual predator after them, go after them. Yes. Your kid your kid is allowed to be free Uh, to
0: dance at a
1: dance yeah you should what were we fucking
0: doing at school dances (laughs) i don't like twerking either i just think it's not flattering as a dance personally but like the whole grind thing like that's what we all fucking did yeah (laughs) everybody is everybody's grinding their butts on people like it's it's pretty harmless when yeah. you're in a high school dance setting. Yeah. Not so harmless later in life at a nightclub, but, mm-hmm. you know.
1: And, and, like, not the time. You don't own your child's sexuality. She's learning how don't. to be
0: confident. Like, yeah. oh, whatever. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. I don't have time for people like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> At all. <Yeah>. Huh. <laughs> this is the definition of a toxic person. Yeah. <laughs> In case we're wondering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's not
0: overuse that term, but this is what we mean by toxic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh twerker's gonna twerk, but should moms really be slut-shaming their preteen's daughter, no. their preteen daughters on the evening news? No. No. Absolutely not. Um
0: sorry, you were embarrassed by her actions, that doesn't mean you get to do that. Yeah. She wasn't thinking about how she was... That wasn't her goal. Mm -mm. She wasn't like, hey, let me embarrass the fuck out of my mom. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm having fun with my friends. Mm Hmm. That's it. Yeah. Twerking's probably less dirty than what we used to do at dances, because you do it alone, generally, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're not
1: doing it against some dude's dick. Yeah, no. (laughs) So... Whatever. It's not disrespecting your parents. No! It's having fun. Yep. You're 12. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: If you're that worried about your child being like fucking sexually active teach them about safe sex. Yeah. Teach them. I hope you're willing to to pay for the
0: therapy it's gonna take to undo that nonsense.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fucking talk to your child. Oh my that's, God. that's all that needs to happen. If you're going to have a child, the contract is you have to talk to your child. You yeah. have to parent your child. You, you have to be a parent. Yeah. You can't expect anyone else to do it. No. Not your
0: pastor, not their teachers. You. No. It's your job. That's the responsibility you signed up for when you decided to keep the baby. Yep.
1: <laughs> because there are options to get rid of it if you decide that you don't want it. Yeah. If you decide to not be a parent, that's fine.
0: You can give it to someone who wants to be a parent, or yeah. you can decide to terminate your pregnancy. Yeah. You can decide to keep it, you better fucking show up.
1: Yeah. So, uh, this next article is from Scary Mommy. Um, it's publicly humiliating kids and calling it discipline is barbaric. Mm-hmm. by Sarah Cottrell. And this was published in March of 2017. Um, I have never met a perfect parent. Have you? No. I'm going to answer that for you. No, you haven't.
0: They don't exist. No. We're not saying that they do. No. <laughs> raising, Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no. Uh, raising kids to be civilized human beings with some modicum of respect and dignity is not easy work. That is why there are so many parenting websites, books, seminars, podcasts, etc. Parents... Yeah yeah Uh, parents like to compare notes to figure out what works when it comes to disciplining children there are a million ways to send down to teach a kid to rein in their impulsive behavior for most parents this involves a combination of open communication age-appropriate consequences and staying consistent with rules and positive reinforcement but for others discipline takes the form of publicly shaming and humiliating their kids It's become even more of a phenomenon with the rise of social media and the ability to amplify our anger and frustration with our kids by posting images of them in degrading positions, getting their head shaved, wearing a sign on a busy street, etc., that guarantee reactions from their family, community, and peers. You know what that is called? Child abuse. Mm -hmm. That shit has got to stop. Yes. I'm not talking about when a mother gives her kids the hard stare when they are acting like little tyrants at the park, or even when a parent yells out of frustration. Those are simple truths of parenting, not abuse. I'm talking about intentionally making your child feel like a piece of shit because they did something as ordinary as sass talk you or tell a lie or steal $20. These kinds of offenses will not end the world, and they certainly don't guarantee a life of delinquency, but (laughs) the overreactions by the parents just might.
0: Right, and you were just saying that, like, raising a kid to be respectful and, like, productive and all that, you have to fucking lead by example. Yeah. You're not being respectful when you act that way. Exactly.
1: That is a boundary, a huge That's boundary that you are crossing. a
0: problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just being purely reactive like that is a really big problem.
1: Mm-hmm. At minimum, these punishments are enough to crush a child's self-esteem and dis- decimate their trust in the people who should love them the most Mm -hmm. it is at this point that i have a serious problem for example there's the famous meme of our get along shirt that has been seen countless times in which two visibly upset kids are shown being forced to wear this oversized shirt together the idea being that they are in such close proximity that they must figure out how to get along before they are allowed out of the contraption the added humiliation of having their images plastered on the internet was i'm sure the real punishment That is certainly not the worst of it. There are images of kids being forced to stand on street corners holding signs that read, I'm a liar, or I stole from my parents, or any other variety of confession meant to seriously humiliate the child.
0: What the fuck?
1: These signs are meant to garner. Who
0: are these people? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I've never heard of any of this. This is
1: terrifying.
0: Yep. Is this what people are doing instead of beating the shit out of their kids because they think that this is an abuse because yeah. they're not punching their kid in the face? Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like missed, like redirected abuse. Yeah, yeah. It's that's exactly what it is. They think it's better because yeah. they're not punching it, punching their kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. This is the modern stocks. <sighs> and These- we've
0: already talked about how verbal abuse is way <laughs> harder to recover from. Yeah. Verbal and amus- emotional abuse. mm Hmm. Um, it's so much worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> these
1: signs are uh, these signs are meant to garner honks, stares, and jeers from the general public, adults and peers alike. And, of course, because standing outside literally advertising your mistake, mistake, mm-hmm. to the general public for judgment is not enough, parents also snap photos of this bullshit and then post them on the internet, hoping to get some pats on the back for their good parenting because kids these days. <sighs> Because you never did anything stupid as a child,
0: right? Mm. You never made a bad call or (laughs) tried to deceive your parent because your parent was also a psycho like you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. The worst so far that I have seen is a video floating around Facebook, which is being celebrated by some as old school parenting in all its glory. In the video, a child's head has been shaved against his will to resemble an old man. Insultingly, the haircut is actually called the Benjamin Button special and is special... Specifically reserved for parents at their wits end and ready to dole out long-term humiliation as a form of punishment for what? their child's mistake. Parents seriously think that they are teaching their kids a life lesson that will lead to them being well-adjusted adults. Let's get something... I'm sorry? S- yeah. From what
0: logic?
1: They're crazy. I don't
0: understand.
1: They're actually crazy. This gives me a lot of feelings. It does. Uh, Let's get something straight. Humiliation does not teach kids anything valuable. Humiliation only serves to teach a person that they do not matter. That when they make a mistake or fall short in some way, they will be put on display for public consumption and criticism. That they will be cut down, devalued. What parent would want their child to feel like a lowly piece of garbage over a typical childhood infraction? Not only that, what parent would seek out this treatment for their child? Mm Mm-mm kids are impulsive by design they come into the world that way and it takes years of parenting with compassion and age-appropriate guidance to help a child understand where the boundaries of decency and unacceptable behaviors begin mm-hmm. um decency end and unacceptable behaviors begin a missed word um <laughs> how dare you i know <laughs> um alfie Kahn, author of unconditional parenting moving from rewards and punishments to love and reason was quoted in a huffington post article as noting that the results of humiliation and punishment as punishment are not that the child learns to behave the way the parent wants but rather that a child will learn that my parent isn't a caring ally whom i can trust but an enforcer i should try to avoid
0: exactly and then it turns to disrupt, to distrust of all authority and all, and it, it just, it, it snowballs. It's not good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He goes on to point out that when you have a problem with what someone else has done, you should just use power to make the other person do what you want. And the reason not to steal or lie or hurt people isn't because of how it affects others, but because of the consequence you yourself will face if you're caught.
0: Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. There's, that's very different.
1: Yeah. The takeaway here is that parents who choose to humiliate their kids as a form of punishment are hold on, are really setting up their kids for potentially dangerous behavior patterns as they get older. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, humiliation doesn't teach children to respect their parents, but rather to fear and avoid them. As a mother, I cannot imagine my child wanting to avoid me. Every part of my being strives for my kids to seek me out for counsel, love, safety, and reassurance. Mm-hmm. I will be the last person to seek out ways to harm that sacred bond. If you are someone who has participated in this process, from partaking in publicly shaming your own children or simply encouraging the actions of someone who has by promoting their behavior on social media, I would implore you to reconsider. Stop. Please stop. Not for me, but for your kids. They deserve better. Mm-hmm. And that's that.
0: I agree. Yeah. Wow. That was really well written. It was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, why reinvent the wheel? That yeah, was amazing. that was amazing.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good God. I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing, though, like, that we always – that you learn in management training and stuff is lead by example, and that applies to all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. If you want your kids to be respectful, you have to display that behavior. Yeah. Modeling, it's proven – like, I've been doing a lot of stuff because – I've been doing some research and flipping through and I follow a lot of really cool parents on Instagram and stuff. And there's been a lot of studies, like as far as like body shaming goes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And like body insecurity, if you model correct behavior, like body confidence for Mm -hmm. your kids, they absorb that way more than you just talking to them about and saying, you should, you should love your body. Yeah. Like if they see you looking at yourself and seeing yourself as beautiful they're more apt to be okay with viewing themselves that way too. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. And then that then applies. You can extrapolate that principle to all other areas. If you want your kid to be respectful, you need to act respectful of others. Mm-hmm. If you don't want your kid to lie, then don't fucking lie to your kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> explain why you don't want them to do things. The, the, my goal is to never, ever use the phrase because I said so.
1: Yeah. Ever.
0: Because that did not work on me. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly. But it's very important. Kids are so much more apt to follow a rule if they understand why. Mm
1: -hmm. Why
0: am I not allowed to touch the light socket? Yeah. Because you could get an electric shock and die, sweetheart. (laughs) Let's not touch it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want me to show you? (laughs) Let's get the rubber gloves.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Daddy can show you. (gasps) Oh! See?
1: (laughs) And I had an epiphory.
0: That could be your finger. (laughs) Do you want that to be your face? No. Okay, let's not touch it.
1: (laughs) I gave myself a nasty shock. I had an
0: epiphory. An epiphory. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man, there's a lot of things like this that Oh God, that just opens my eyes so much. Like, just because you're not punching your kid in the face doesn't mean you're not potentially abusing them by humiliating them like this. That's just so sad. Exactly.
1: Those poor kids. And, I mean, God, I mean, you shouldn't be afraid to tell your parents when you fuck up. You should be allowed to fuck up as a child. That's literally what the first 18 years of your life are for. Fucking up. Fucking up. Yep. So you can learn how to live in the real world. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you can learn how to be a decent human being.
0: Absolutely. That's definitely my vision as a parent.
1: You're allowed to fuck up.
0: I've definitely fucked up a lot. So, (laughs) (laughs) my kids are definitely going to be allowed to fuck up. Yeah. Oh, man. I know that we can't all be perfect, but we should at least try to be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. And be the best for our kids so that they can see that and want to be that too because mm-hmm. believe it or not kids look at you and they want to be you
1: <laughs> yeah so anyway that was very good this was very short <laughs> whoops <laughs> we've been doing some short episodes because we, we had to get a lot in so that's
0: fair <laughs> um well thank you guys oh wait no it's game time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoops all right so this is our game if you had to to pick a card any card and I think it's my turn to go first this time. Yeah, it is. So, all right. So, this is our game by Drunk, Stoned, or Stupid. If you had to, would you take on Colonel Sanders' identity as your own?
1: I choose that. Or? You're always naked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the
1: Colonel. Yeah, I will, too.
0: I'll take all that money. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, thank you guys so
1: so much for listening. Um, we love you. And um, go check out the Lexington bookie. Yep, she's amazing. Um, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this was pitiful. Yeah, we're kind of tired, that, you guys. It's Sorry. been a long day, <laughs> and this was a very passionate and
1: exhausting episode. So. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> um, all right.
0: Well, we love you guys. Um, see you next week, and remember,
1: you are not a monster.
0: Bye. Bye.